Pointless reinvention, the show where we fix what ain't broken. I'm Matt. I'm Holly. I'm Mark. <laughs> I don't know why I made this week. Relationship. On the workbench this week, relationships. <laughs> when you're in pain, you have to fight your dad. Oh. Is that your relationship sound, Holly? <laughs> So, <laughs> right, I, right. That, back up. When you're a teen, you have to 18. fight your dad. When you're 18, you have oh, to fight 18. your dad. Sorry, I thought you just meant yeah. when you're a teen. When you hit 13, it's dad battling time. Right, all right. Fucking why? Right, so, when you're... I have, I have heard this monumental bullshit from a lot of very conservative members of my family that because I was the oldest son, that at some point... I would. I may have to become the man of the house, Ugh. and I was like, I was like, I hate that term. Like, I hate it very, it's very much. It's twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I think the idea is the fact that you have to <laughs> you have a fight, and the winner gets to decide who is in fact the man, of the house. head of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's never going to be me. But the idea is that at eighteen, my dad has enough experience to know how to beat me. But I have the while and youth. Youth. You put youth on your side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then the winner gets to decide who is in fact the in the head of the household. And I mean, obviously, I'm going to pick my mum because she's the most sane one. But the point is, he'll have to fight my dad to get it because he's the one that society has deemed the head. Oh, of the I house. see. So it's not like a battle between. No, because I, I was because I was thinking about this. It's like, oh no, Max got Max got Alpha Chad on us. He's like, oh, I'm battling for the supremacy of the house, like some sort of weird like. This is this is some energy that I'm not comfortable. See, I was with more Max, going along no, the lines no, no. of like, so your dad has to fight. Say there's a father, you know, there's that like dad that's the father of like 20 kids in one household. He has to fight all yeah. 20 of those kids on their 18th birthday. Well, well, well maybe dad- that'll make dads think twice before having too many kids. Maybe yeah. this my- is a population control thing as well. My dad will have to fight four kids and he'll have to fight two of them at the same time. And my dad's. What <laughs> about stepdads? Yeah. Maybe this is the new family planning where you go to the planning, family planning clinic and they're like, oh, we want to have four kids. And the clinician's like, well. You are going to have to fight for them, that means. <laughs> what about then? What if instead of being who's the head of the household, which is a very like minimalist term that dis- implies that one person's mm. in charge, which really was the issue I was having mm. to begin with. But what if it's just you have to fight who is deemed the head of your household when you're 18 and you get like one kind of money in the bank style wish where at some point of the year you go like, I'm cashing in my fight victory to have this decision made in my, like, my benefit, if that makes sense. So what fight- if it just decides the pecking order? What if it's a fight between all of the over eighteen age of majority? Yeah. All of the over eighteens in your family, yeah. and every time a new person turns eighteen, you, it becomes a new thing where it's like a ladder match, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it you have first, second, yeah. third, etc. The date right? to the house is at the top of the decides- ladder. <laughs> you have to fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That is good. It's also very bad for people who rent. It's like you've won. Now you have to pay for. <laughs> now you have to pay the rent. Yeah. <laughs> What else could what else could you could you solve like jobs in that way as well? Where the just like the job is at the top of the ladder and every applicant has to just fight and the first person to get is it. Is that a relationship? I think it's a, a professional relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. 
Yeah, I think it's very funny the idea of every time there's a promotion on offer, they're just like, hello, everyone, just, you know, there's a, a position in senior sales opening. Um, so if everyone could, everyone yeah, could everyone report th- to the pit, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Everyone who wants this position, report to the fight yeah. pit that every office has now. Yeah, and everyone yeah. goes past the room that has the weapons in it, and everyone's allowed to pick one. <laughs> Hmm. Everyone gets one weapon. What would your weapon of choice be? A uh, Swiss Army knife. I'm going for a maul. Would your weapon of choice be different for dad fighting versus colleague fighting? I think I think as family fighting is it's intended to be still like a wholesome event, even though you're fighting. I think it also has to be fists. Yeah, but then you're going to get like the daddy issues, kids. Well, like, there's nothing I can do for that. <laughs> And how how does this work with like step parents and and people whose fathers yeah, had, had, have, have abandoned or absentee fathers means you automatically win. Oh, okay. You don't just know where they are when you turn eighteen. You get that knowledge. Oh, actually, that's a better idea. What if just when you're yeah. eighteen, it's just like some mythical thing happens where you become aware of you know where they are father is. and you can fucking and get even them. more reason to fight them. <laughs> Or, or what if, like, what if the sort of bit, the bittersweet of the reunion, yeah. right, is that your father finally returns from wherever they've been? But, you know, and you're like, oh, finally, my father's returned. But, oh, no, it's only to fight yeah. me. And then my dad has returned and he's taped his wrists up. <laughs> yeah. Why he's did been, he do that? The, the reason they left is they've been, the reason they left is they've been training <laughs> up a mountain years. for 18 years. Uh, the, the wrist tip is like support your wrist because obviously you're punching things. You're kind of like, oh, so they don't. Yeah, yeah. It's just more support. Okay, that really. makes like sense. It's, it's, it's not. It's not like now, a foolproof system mm. or anything. It just adds a bit of strength. Is there a danger that what we're doing is we're reinforcing toxic masculinity, uh, the cultural norms mm. of toxic masculinity and aggression, and the strongest and, being and the best? The fact so that when I was eighteen, I was still very much a hormonal little shitbag, whereas like at twenty-six, I'm starting to calm down. <laughs> No, but surely, surely the hormonal shitbag makes it harder to fight because you, you're crazy, right? Yeah, but I'd be more likely to fight harder then. It wouldn't be... It wouldn't be... Yeah, no, that's the point. You want to win. A minute ago, you said it was a bit wholesome. Yeah, but you still want to win. Yeah, no, but you still want to... You still have, it's still a fight. You still want to win the fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wholesome family fight. <laughs> Is that not what you're doing, Mac? Are you not just reinforcing the outdated norms well, of the strongest survive? Okay. Well, then what about this? What about this? Whenever you're 18, you have to defeat your your a parent of choice at a contest of your choosing. In a Maybe. battle of wits. Dance battle! The parent gets like three vetoes, so you couldn't be like, oh, we're going to fight at FIFA. And they'll be like, well, obviously I don't know how to fight at FIFA. <laughs> but they can be like, I'm vetoing video games. And like, oh, we're going to have a fight at like, who can do the 100 meters the fastest? And then they, I they lose. Know. But there's only so much they can like cut out, do you know what I mean, before they have to just accept that you... Or challenge them to a battle. But could I, like... I don't know what I was going to ask, sorry. Okay, well, I think... <laughs> I, I I would like to think that on my 18th birthday, knowing what I was like at 18, I could have got my money in the bank wish pretty easily because my dad is a, a, a generally nice man but has a very limited window of knowledge. And also, anytime you would give him, like, a playful shove or something, he'd be like, straight, I'm very frightened. <laughs> So I know. I mean, follow up, <laughs> follow up question, which really should have been our first question: Is this just a sort of wish fulfillment thing for young Mac, no, I, who just really wanted to kick the shit out of his no, dad? No, I, I generally liked my dad, but I just think it's a funny thing. <laughs> Honestly, it's more just I thought it was funny the idea, like 
the day before my birthday normally like all excited like oh it's my birthday tomorrow but like the the different level of feelings of like i'm going to bed at like 11 o'clock the day before my birthday i walk up the corridor and i see my dad we both just lock eyes and there's just silence (laughs) we both just go to our bedroom knowing the next day tomorrow's fight day bitch (laughs) yeah I don't really know what the rules of the and fight you are. Best not be the maybe, last maybe, one to wake maybe it's up. just whoever gives up first loses. Because I don't think you can have a fight to the death or anything. I don't think it could be like an actual boxing match where you have to knock them out. I don't think there needs to be maybe rules. It's just like, well, there has to be some level of who wins. <laughs> we have to at least have a victory condition, or else it is just these two are going to fight for the rest well, of the Well, it's until you give up, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just one, one person surrenders and it's over. What happens if it's a stalemate? Then you keep going. And then you're both kicked out of the house. (laughs) Until you sort out your problems. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) One lost (laughs) win. Only one can survive. It's Highlander rules. There can only be one. Neither can live while the other survives. Or or Harry Potter rules. Do you know what I I think it is? It's genuine. This is, is, uh, again... Like, my my dad has had issues and stuff that I don't want to go into. Mm. But generally speaking, I think... For the the majority say like 80 percent of the time he's been a pretty decent dad to me if that makes yeah. sense yeah i don't think i would actually want to fight him but i do think there's certainly a level of pressure that comes from like other people in the family mm. that have been like um you you have to live up to this if that mm. makes sense like there's a like there's level of up to it. and i'm like, sure. and I'm like so like, i don't you know really yeah i don't have to i just at all. i don't understand my my problem is that what you've done is you've gone oh i really hate it when my family come out with all this sort of <laughs> you know uh stone age kind of you know past century sexist bullshit about being the man of the house now i'm going to solve this is by definitively proving i'm the man of the house by defeating my dad in the fight. and i don't i don't see how that solves the because issue they, they're being like you have to be the man of the house by being like you're working long hours and like getting like a good job and stuff when in reality i could then go double down on their argument be like well that may well be, but if I needed to, I could beat the shit out of Dad and make him pay for all the things I want. So don't push me. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Oh, so this is a threat. <laughs> it's not so much an idea as it is a threat to your relatives, being like, if you keep going, if you keep pushing me, I'm going to punch my dad in the face like, and then you'll be sorry. There's a very good potential that I haven't thought this entirely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm getting that impression. I think, I think the idea of the fact that, that my family know I could win a fight against my dad leads to me having more respect in general and less likelihood of them talking shit about me is the point. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Like, if I was a family, you'd be like, oh, so what are you doing for work now? And I'm just like, I work three days a week in the HMV or something. They're like, oh, they're not giving you any more hours. And I'm like, why? Why are you asking? Why? And they're like, no, 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 reason, no reason, Why does no. it matter? <laughs> yeah, you you do what you do what's best for you. I'm like, that's right, I will. Then I just give them a big flax and walk out of the room. And they all flinch in terror, yeah. and there's absolutely nothing wrong with yeah. that. Did that's you like my thing. attempt at a flax then yeah. when nothing happened? That's a that's a perfectly a perfectly healthy family dynamic. Yeah, every family reunion. One based on yeah, fear. Every family reunion, I enter to a th- I, a rock song and then get a microphone and <laughs> do a big rude promo about them like a wrestler <laughs> wrestling promo what would be your entrance music if you wanted to if you were terrifying your family into respecting um, you the, the problem is I have an actual answer to this but it's not funny <laughs> what is um, it love, then do a funny one love is blindness by Jack White which is just a very upsetting song I don't know uh, that one maybe then it'll be um, no sympathy for the devil by the Rolling Stones oh. the implication being that that 
I have no sympathy for my rude family. <laughs> I'll get the ring on Blake. But sure. this Sunday I mean, in Belfast, <laughs> I'm going to take on my grandfather as well. <laughs> and I just challenge him. The song is like, called... The song is called Sympathy I know for the what, Devil. I know what mine would be, and mine's actually a really nice parental relationship. My, my dad, as Go I on, was man. growing up, uh, his ringtone on... You know when you change your ringtone on your phone? Uh, his, for me, was yes. always Sweet Child of Mine. Aww. Which I thought was like the most lovely thing. <laughs> and, that's, and so that's the song that you yeah. would play while you were punching <laughs> in the face <laughs> to assert your dominance in the house. Because I'm not going to lie, my dad, as previously discussed, my dad is a firefighter, a builder. I would fucking die. <laughs> Yeah, and a postman. Yeah, yeah. And a postman. Ex-postman. <laughs> and a postman. <laughs> sure. Also, I did, I did change it halfway through to being able to take them on in any kind of contest, but we really doubled down on fighting. I just think fighting works the best. It's because that's what we, we know that's what you really yeah. want. That's the one that you wanted. That's the one you brought to the table. That's the one you, we can see the disappointment in your eyes. I've just realised where this has come from. Where? Uh, this is li- I've literally just stolen the plot of Hot Rod, the movie, where he, his dad has a heart attack and he raises 50 grand to get his dad a heart transplant so he could fight him. At the oh end. my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, well, there's no point in beating him up when he's sick that we'll get respect for that. <laughs> Good. Well, this is upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, the point is, I would beat my dad in a fight. I what what else got to think of? That's that's a good point. I'm glad that we've got that on on podcast, so that we all know. And now we all think Max a very big man. I've just realised we I've, all respect I've him. Just my dad's like six three, and I haven't. I don't know if I could actually. <laughs> I think I've all, I've always just assumed I could. Are you not tall? Think about it, like, If there's anyone left listening to this, get in the comments and tell Mac how much of a big man he is. And how much you yeah, all respect him. I genuinely, genuinely, you have big person uh, energy. You have tall person energy. Everyone tweet me and tell me I'm strong. Please. Yeah, yeah. You're very big and strong, man. Everyone tweet Mac and tell him how much his family loves him. Because clearly, he hasn't been told it enough. Anyway, Holly, um, any ideas? I, 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 I would like to go back to the, the uh, professional relationship. And I think yeah. all professional relationships should just be boundaried and like i have certain colleagues that are quite touchy and not in a weird way just literally like you know they're happy to put an arm around you they're happy to like give you a cuppa and put their hand on your hand if you're having a bad day and all that shit i'm not a touchy person i don't like the physical contact thing professional relationships particularly when people touch me i'm like what does this mean? And it just makes my world collide a little bit. I think this is already, it's already a thing though, right? Professional, like the people who are putting their hand on your hand and putting their arm around you or whatever, in a creepy way or not, whether it's just like a friendly thing or not, that's still a breach of a professional relationship, right? Well, it, Surely. is it? Because, you know, like I went to um, my boss in my first couple of weeks when I started working somewhere uh, because I just got the news that my granddad was very, very, very poorly. And I said, you know, yeah. we've just been told my granddad's got the big C. And she stood up and tried to hug me, but it was COVID, so she held back. But this is like a very high up person in 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 my in the in the company that I'm in. Yeah, yeah, but that is that's no good, right? That's not that. that it, I I don't I don't I don't I, I don't think I think that is a breach of professionals to me. To me, it already. is. But this is the thing: like, is well, that normal, or is that because far, we just right? don't like contact with people? <laughs> no, no, I think that's completely that's normal. That's not just a I think friendly that's, thing. That is, that's just. 
No, the problem is the problem. Well, no, that's the point. The point is it is a friendly thing. And you can be friends with your coworkers and you can have that sort of relationship where you can give somebody a hug or, you know, and you, you can have that sort of tactile relationship with a friend who's also a colleague. But the boundary of it initially, right, you wouldn't walk up to like a new hire on their first day and be like, hey, yeah. hugs all round, right? Yeah. Because there's a level of professionalism there. And I guess maybe you get to a point in a professional relationship where you feel like you're friendly enough that you can start being a little bit more tactile, right? Mm. And But I don't necessarily... There needs to be... Already, I would say, there needs to be some sort of verbal communication there. Being like, hey... It's- uh, I feel like we've, re- you know, maybe it should be a meeting. It should be <laughs> yeah. an all-hands meeting where you go in and you're like, all right, now you've been here for a while. Uh, we're going to set our professional boundaries, right? Maybe this is what it that is. That would rule. Yeah, because at the moment it's quite, Im- it's implicit, right? It's implicit where um, you, th- there's a level of expectation that we all have and it's each different and we all have to sort of feel out those boundaries, mm-hmm. right? And some people aren't as good at that as others. Mm-hmm. But what if... Uh, after your probation period, right? Any job you start, you have a probation period, a couple of months, you get acclimatized, figure out whether it's going to work for you or not. And after that, you have an all hands meeting where the CEO comes in and he goes, right, Holly's been here for three months now. Uh, We're going to go around the room and she's going to tell us what her boundaries are for each of you fucks. And you can go, right, Simon, yeah, hug is fine. Any more than that, absolutely not, right? Trent, don't come within five feet of me, you're a creep. Right, Sharon, you can pat my hand if you want. Make me a cup of tea, but we're not friends, right? And you just go around and you do that for everyone. And then that's the boundaries. It's done. I think what I think what my my solution would be once you have your probation period, you go in and you're given a sheet, like with no one else there, with everyone else's name in it. Mm. Everyone's name in the whole company and you just have to tick whether they're allowed to touch you or not. Mine would just... And then at the end, at the end of every day, everyone gets an updated <laughs> list of people there. Every day, touch. everyone does it. I don't know. I think... <laughs> yeah. That makes it a little bit sort of passive aggressive, a little bit clandestine, you know. Oh. I think it's better if you'd get it out in the okay. open for everyone, yeah. you know. It, it uh, and then mm. it doesn't become a thing because everyone knows, and you know, that that way people might change their behaviour. You mm. know, if fucking Jeff from accounting suddenly realising, oh, I'm not allowed to touch anyone in this office. Yeah. Maybe I need to like change my. You know, maybe I need to change my tune. Maybe mm. I need to like start showering or <laughs> stop staring at people's boobs or whatever it is. You know, yeah, actually, that, actually, that genuinely makes sense. Matter of the fact that you find out you're the only person who's not allowed to touch people. That actually, you'd like to think that is yeah. going to change mm, who you are. You're gonna... That that gives you a different sense of perspective of of like your sense yeah. of sp- self and and what you're portraying because, to yeah. the world. Because the thing is, if you're if you're doing a good or a bad job in your actual job, right, in your professional thing, you'll know about that because people will either make complaints or they'll make compliments and your boss will tell mm. you, right? Um, but you don't really, un- unless it's bad enough that you have to take it to HR, you don't really ever get that in a in a more sort of person-to-person yeah. But, thing, but even that right? thing, if you go into HR, generally you'll be told, you'll be like, Jeff will be like, oh, Jeff, Holly said they don't want you to touch them anymore. And then Jeff will spend the whole rest of the week being like, can you believe this? Holly doesn't like when I give them hugs or something. But it'll, he will think mm. it's only Holly, when in reality, what HR, it's everyone. What HR really it's should everyone, be saying Jeff. is like, Jeff, don't be touching people, right? Don't be going around with your creepy, dirty fingers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but not even, again, not even in a creepy way. I just don't like... No, but, like... That's, but that's, what, that's what the thing, it's, it, that's what it, you know, that, this is what it solves, right? Then people who have their boundaries can have their boundaries and then people who are like, oh, I really like hugs, can get hugs from whoever they want. And we yeah. all just know about it. 
Uh, how much worse Jeff feels whenever he knows there's huggy Emily in the corner who loves coming and hugging everyone every day, and yet I'm not allowed to go near Emily. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jeff will again. But do you, I don't know. Do you not think that that might like improve some people's no, no, definitely personality? No, that's good. I I really am on board for this. I really like my work. My work January is quite pleasant, but there is an awful lot of like um like uh outside of work like friendship stuff that like you have to contend with like you're just constantly invited to do stuff and i'm like i don't dislike anyone in my office but at the same time i'm like my work's here my personal life's here i don't really like the two of them yes yeah. yeah 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 but you feel such immense pressure but if i was able to go into work and be like i don't want to touch anyone at yeah. all, they're probably like they're probably what, like, oh. and what if you could do it for everything <laughs> yeah. right what if you could stop, you know, the 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 middle aged Karens or whatever with their cup of coffee coming over and talking at you for half an I'd hour about their, you know, I third nephew it. or whatever? Well, if you could just go, well, all right, I'm working here. I'm good at working here. You're more than welcome. You know, what you get, you you can come and say, you know, you can come and tell me about your weekend. You, Tracy, you get a high mm. and that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm I'm well on board for this boundarying up professional relationships is a dream honestly yeah and making it completely I'd like the boundary so that because everyone I have, knows exactly what I do have a relatively um, unique thing where I have my own workspace in a place where nobody else does um, not in like a Ooh, fancy I have an office where just like an area yeah just it's yeah. a designated area that I have to be in um, yeah so like People come in and it's still a shared space, but it's also my space. So when people come in yeah. and leave like stuff, any stuff, it can be their mug. It could be a sheet of paper. It can be a thing that I'm going to need in 10 minutes, but they've got it out. And that really annoys me. So if I could do that boundary of like, tidy up your fucking mess, that would be great. Yeah, <laughs> and it would make professional relationships work so much easier because you don't harbor that, that, that frustration yeah if we were all more open about what about you know what is what often goes unspoken it's almost as if i could do with screaming at everybody and just saying communicate in all relationships communicate your emotions yeah, but screaming screaming's not you know it needs it needs to be of in, course in a it non does you know in, in 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 a non-aggressive i just i just neutral way it's not aggressive but i want to fight my dad <laughs> It's like, what if we could solve? What if we could do all of this, but instead of all this weird talking and like telling our emotions, we just did it with punching? What if that? Every Friday when you have the big team meeting, but actually what it is is everyone rips their shirts and puts face paint on and starts chanting as I enter the pit. Yeah, I don't want to hear about your nephew's birthday, Tracy. (laughs) You don't even like them. As I pick up like I I don't know a mace. Start flailing it around my head. <laughs> <laughs> Snap their leg clean in two. Stop talking about your stupid kids. <laughs> but yeah. also, yeah, 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 on, yeah, yeah, on like yeah. the flip side of that, there's also the thing of like, I did, I, I, I struggle an awful lot with um, getting to know people that I don't know, and I'm very good at putting on a facade of of confidence and all that jazz. But ultimately, it's. It's a lot That's of, it's a lot it, of learnt behaviour. And like, because I often hate talking about myself, uh, much to ha- the opposite of what this podcast would, <laughs> would portray about me, um, I, I really had to learn that like, people like talking about their children and people like to tell you what they ate over the weekend and 
learning to ask the right questions and all of these little things that it would be like, right, here is how to small talk. And just a little seminar that everyone has to do or like a lesson in school on how to small talk. Little things to make those professional relationships. Now, here's an idea. All right, what about about this, right? What if we just made introductions much longer? Introductions suck. Because at the moment... Introduction, yeah, but int- you just have a formulate one, right? In the same way you go, hi, I'm Matt at the moment, right? And that's oh, okay. it. You shake hands oh, yeah. and that's you it. You don't mean but, like an icebreaker in a meeting. No, no. But that, hi, I'm Matt, contains zero information. Yeah. It's not helpful, right? It's a mm-hmm. name that you're going to forget, right? And already, already we're so- starting to see, um, as we sort of, you know, challenge the gender norms and there's more of a sort of spectrum of mm. gender and sexuality and so on, people might come up to you and go, hi, I'm Matt, I go by he, him, right? True. Mm-hmm. Very true. And that's more inf- immediately yeah. helpful information. What if you made it even longer? Hi, I'm Matt, he, him, bisexual. Uh, I, you know, I like talking about this, 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 and this. I don't like to be touched. Uh, you know, and, you, and you'd list, you have like a business card's worth of information that tells them your yeah. basic boundaries and topics of conversation that you would like to get into. I would both love and hate that. Because... Right? And then that way you could find out name age sexuality uh, pronouns sexuality whether or not you're single and ready to mingle or in a relationship what you want to talk about and where your personal boundaries are done honestly every time someone new starts in any job i've had there's always a point where that new person's not there and someone in the office will be like do you think do you think they're single do you think they're straight oh always at some point and i'm always like yeah, I know, I know. It's so mental. And I was like, they, you, like you don't need to know that. But also, like, it, it, that's that's their prerogative whether you do know it or not. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. you have no right just to know yeah. that. And I think the idea of yeah, them, yeah. if you give your little card that has all your information on it, and that information is not there, then you know not to bring it up, right? Then you yeah. know that, that you just don't. Yeah. You know you don't yeah. ask. Yeah. Perfect. It's perfect. It's a absolutely it's a perfect system. <laughs> it's just, and it also it, it leads in in a lot of ways to um, the idea that I am sort of slowly formulating, which I think is a combination of dating apps and uh, authoritarian sort of government prying. Oh, <laughs> God. Let's go. Here we go. We're getting into... I feel like we're getting into so, profiling. This is going to... I think, yeah, this might get a little bit... Um, Questionable ethically. <laughs> questionable ethically yeah but let's work through it and see if we can come up with something good right okay because i what i'm not about to suggest is this sort of weird incelly jordan peterson fucking like forced monogamy i don't know who that is but yes we're not we're not getting in there um but what i'm saying is government mandated dating (laughs) Right. Mm-hmm. In the same way that you have a driver's license, or you have you fill in a census, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of Hinge and Bumble and all these dating apps now, right? What you have is essentially a speed dating government house <laughs> where you fill in your census yeah. data, and then you're matched up with by some sort of algorithm with people who you know with people who are going to be broadly speaking compatible with you and you have your day and you go to the government house and you meet like 40 people uh and at the end of the day uh you know you're not obliged to go on any dates or whatever but at the end of the day you've met a bunch of people who might be interesting 
right? And, but the government has sorted it out for you. You don't need to do any of the preparatory work. You don't need to make your own profile, which is often a horrible thing to do. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do any of that awkward sort of small talk at the beginning or think of any, you know, original witty pickup lines or anything. You just put your data in. Government sorts it all out for you. Go to a house, meet some people, and see what happens. Do you get to pick your own profile pictures, or do the government just take like you know, like CCTV a, shot. a mug shot of you from the front <laughs> and you from the side? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I don't even think that it's necessarily like that. You'd have a mug shot because you just turn yeah, up. Yeah, I guess that's true. Right? You can't go. So you know, you don't, I don't think you know. I've. Yeah, I don't think you'd know who you're me- who you're meeting beforehand. You just turn up and see who. As there. much as I enjoy this, it does limit you to where you live. And as somebody who lives in the arse end of fucking nowhere, no. <laughs> but does it not a little bit anyway, though? Because the dating scene, like if you, unless it you're does, looking specifically this, to go and this have means a, the government is only looking for people that might fit you in this area. Whereas, but isn't like, that what dating apps? Are? Yeah, but you can extend yeah. the area. Yeah, but it's not on the city capital of the government one. But what my my, my kind of um, add-on suggestion from this would almost be like we've all kind Don't of know. found each other through through discords. Uh, it kind of would be really really awesome if there was a thing where it was like Discord, but there's a channel for everything, and you don't get drowned out you just get like into categories so like i would obviously have the formula one category ticked i would have the dungeons and dragons ticked i would have podcasts ticked and then it shows you people that also have those things that you're interested in picked ticked yeah but is that not what matt's suggesting with the government ones but i feel like matt's one is putting them all in a room whereas this is I'm, yeah, I, feel I'm like them, I mean, you could put them on in a fucking Zoom casual, call, I guess. This is more casual, just like, you know, as we know, in like a group chat, there's people that stick out to you and you're like, oh, they're, they're really cool. Okay, yeah. I, no, I, okay, I'm back on board now, but I think if you combine the two where it's like Matt's census of like the things that you like and you are, like your personality and interest on a census, uh, yeah. and then everyone gets added to a Discord or like chat function yeah, equivalent with just people other, who, other chat yeah, who are like compatible yeah available. <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah you add like some sort of like chat function with only people who are compatible mm. to you but the, but using a very high powered government website yeah what if it was like a, a, a almost have you ever been to a traffic light party one of yeah, those yeah, yeah. truly things. one of the worst things that have ever occurred so a traffic light party holly and your <laughs> is um a party where you go dressed in either red, yellow, or green. And if you're red, it means you're not interested, you're in a relationship or whatever, you're not looking for anything. Yellow means you could be convinced, and green means you're down to fuck. If you're red, why are you it's there? Tr- it's truly... Well, like quite. It's just if like you're red, out. why are you there? You can't deny people going out just because they've got partners. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. If you've got a partner, stay inside and watch a movie. <laughs> you can to a party where they're like, this is a hookup party, but I'm specifically telling you I don't want no, to. Are you telling me when you've had a partner, you've never went out with your friends? To yes, help but them, I haven't gone to a... Like, oh, okay, yeah, to help your friends hook up. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes yeah. sense. No, he's right, he's right. Yeah. I can, yeah. Yeah. But the point is, yeah, it's an I don't awful like thing. It. It's truly the, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone bar none. I defy anyone to name me a worse, a worse event in human yeah. history. That, that is literally like... <laughs> God, imagine turning up <sighs> at, a, at, a, at a traffic light party in green. No. 
and you walk through the door and suddenly like half the people in green pull out like red shirts and they're like I'm absolutely fucking not I've... I thought you were going to say more you walk in the room you walk in the door with green and you're and the swarmed. wave of green t-shirts yeah. spring towards you it's almost worse than like, that. like we've, we've tried everyone else there's a new person come, come and join the green fuck pile all the reds standing around the edge just like eating an orbrous snake of green t-shirts could we could we perhaps have a little experiment at some point and maybe we'll do relationships part two but maybe we could all go out on a night out with a white t-shirt on i'm yeah. already out i'm already out okay matt you and i matt doesn't go outside yeah, no, involves a night out well, we don't have to drink interested. but we, uh, no, we go not, out the point a night out okay with a white t-shirt on and on the back we write on it i like five things i like formula one D&D, crochet, sure, yellow, talk to yeah. Me about yeah. And then you're only going to get people that actually see those things. You're also going to be... I don't think that's no, the case. Not... I think what will happen is that me and Mac will probably just like have a drink at the bar and maybe do a dance and that will be fine. And that you will get the exact same kind of creeps and weirdos that always try and harass women at the and also, I just don't think I'll, it's going to make a difference. Can I say, I, I sincerely hate the idea of talking to like someone I don't know at a bar. I think it's incredible. I just find it awful. But the idea that like, if I saw someone with a t-shirt that said, talk to me about these things, I'd be like, I'm not going fucking near that person. What a weird <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, that person, Look that at person's this request, absolute fucking That person's nerd. requesting new friends, the absolute loser. <laughs> like, I'm not going near that See, person. that genuinely appeals to me so much. <laughs> and if I saw someone that said, talk to me about Formula One, I'd be all over that shit. Do you know, you know how difficult it is to find anyone, anyone to talk about indie wrestling with? And if I saw someone with a t-shirt on that said, that was just like an indie wrestling t-shirt. I would, I would probably exactly. talk to them. But if I saw, no, no, no. But if I saw someone with a t-shirt that said, "Talk it's to me about indie wrestling," I'd be like, "What a fucking." Okay, nerd. so we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> instead, we'll all go out in a t-shirt that's got a thing we like on it. Yeah, but the, again, Holly, this, yeah, again, the issue is, Holly, I wear indie t-shirt, indie wrestling t-shirts every day oh, of my okay. life, and no one has ever been like, "Hey, let's talk about Mark Haskins." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the thing is that, and which is why I'm saying, make it, make it, make it just a a, a thing that you just go and do right once every quarter or yeah. whatever. Because if you're specifically looking for, um, and maybe you could have different days for different for different what you're looking for, right? If you're looking for a relationship, you go on one day. If you're just looking, I mean, for I do not want a government and so on mandated and... day to hook up with people. <laughs> Why not? I think that no. just takes so much oh, of the stress out of it. Also, if you're like, oh. well, I'm going to this place. I'm going to this place. I know everyone there is there for the exact same reason. And I know that they're all going to be at least people that I'll have something to talk about with before we fuck. Yeah. Right? Is that not just very good? Government... It's also very funny if that's like, if, it, if you're like, oh yeah, I can't come to work tomorrow. And everyone's like, why not? You're like, just... Um... It's my government like, mandated. It's hookup day tomorrow. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're public holidays. It's hookup day is a pub is a bank yeah. holiday now. Yeah, get rid of Arbor Day. It's, it's hookup day. Now. Yeah, <laughs> who gives a shit about trees? I just don't think. I see no issue with that, except maybe that like. They're going to be you know, tracking you. There's a government employee yeah. there watching you. Yeah, I mean, they're already. You get a, they're a already that's the thing that they are already doing <laughs> it. Up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I think the idea of having a, that government mandated system is very good if you are the type of person who likes something very specific. Do you know what I mean? I don't mean necessarily just like kink stuff, but I mean like if you have an interest that is just so like it is just very rare. Niche. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just niche. And then yeah. you're able to find other people that you can communicate with. And then you'll all be also be able to see their other interests. So you can be like, this person does like indie wrestling per se, but they also like absurdist Australian comedy and happen mm. to be a Christian I'm like well there's a good chance this is gonna go well for me but then like the, the, the God, next they one's sound like, like a fucking yeah, nerd yeah, yeah. But that's, that's what I mean but that's, that's fine but then if the next one's like they're very boring I'm like well that I'm out because that's the problem is 99.9% of people who are Christians the next part of their boring their dating app is I am dull <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but I think I think the, the only problem that I have with this otherwise perfect plan is that Sometimes the people that you end up clicking with the most, you know, yeah. in terms of relationships, You've got nothing in common with, aren't necessarily people that you have the same interests as, you yeah. know. And it can actually be really interesting to talk to people who have different. I mean, the interests, only thing obviously. we have in common is is so the I'd... Australian comedy. Ultimately, mm. yeah, and obviously, like perfect physical specimens is the other thing. Oh, of it? course, very hot people, incredibly yeah. hot, um, but. And so I don't know whether there'd have to be some sort of magic algorithm. You know, I don't know whether they'd just, like, you'd have to give them your bank... You'd have to give them every aspect of your life. And then they'd sort of... There'd be some sort of algorithm. I don't know. But then I'm not sure. We're getting into the... That's where where we're getting into the sort of authoritarian government having too much power thing, right? Which I'm uncomfortable with. What if you're on your census of, like, here's the things I like, you're given three options at the bottom for things that you're partner must not have or are absolute no-goes i think that's much better actually yeah, yeah if you have no thing you have deal breakers yeah. instead of having interests yeah. you have deal yeah, breakers but i think there's you have deal breakers right and then the idea is on your let's go and meet all your potential partners day you have your 40 most likely matches and then you get three from the bottom 10 percent that are just wild cards like the three you're least yes. likely to but don't break the deal breaker rule Mm. you get me I, yeah 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 you get the 40 most likely and then you get some a few just like off the wall fucking like well fucking maybe yeah. let's just find yeah. out the, and you don't crucially you don't know who they yeah. are until like you meet yeah. them I think that's good and the thing is that everyone like all of those 40 people who are there are all also meeting each other because it's like a big circle mm-hmm. yeah. of, of speed dating right do you want to you know the thing is this was a thing that my friend brought up to me before and this reminds me of it. You know, the, like if say you were doing the lottery, right? Would you rather have a lottery ticket with the most often selected numbers on it or numbers that have never come up as a combination before? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, realistically, they're the same odds. Yeah. But in your head, you're like, yeah. well, that happens all the time. So surely it won't happen yeah. again. But this one's never happened. It's bound to come up eventually. And that idea of that is a relationship being like, well, these are the people I always hang out with. And I don't have a partner yet, so maybe this weird person, I don't know, maybe that's the way forward. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, th- I think this is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. I do. Oh, I think this is really good. This is really cool. I don't like the fact that Boris is going to know who I'm fucking... No, that's not the, be- that's not the greatest <laughs> part of it. That's the thing, isn't it? But... That you're, you have to... But I, you're not... I don't think it's like... Because uh, that was my initial thing. I was like, oh, I don't want the conservative yeah. government trying to figure out who I'm going to be most attracted to. But I think it's it's more of a civil service thing, you know? It's more of a civil service thing. I don't think the actual yeah, government it's like have the a lot NHS. to do with it. It's, just, it's, an, it's another but admin it's the role. NFS. Yeah, it just carries on. Yeah, and it might be a point where, like, 
you know, people are protesting because the government's trying to privatise the national yeah. fucking service. And we're all like, no, absolutely not. Save our national fucking this service. This is the best thing the government has ever properly. done. It's very funny how different this makes election time. <laughs> like election time, is so different. But people will be like, oh, "I'm giving." We're gonna give I mean, the young singles one, would one still billion. be voting Labour. We're give an extra, yeah, you're giving an extra one billion to the the NFS, and people will be like, "He's never dated a day in his life. He doesn't have a clue what he's talking about." Yeah, like Silla Black would have been prime minister for twenty years straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like literally, the conservative married fifty year olds would still be voting conservative, and the young free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'd be like, well, we don't like the national fucking service. <laughs> I, I love this idea. Back in my day, we had to do online dating yeah. like normal people, but now it's all government I, mandated. Yeah. I love this. Hold on, when you say mandated, does that mean you, you have, have to, to do it? <laughs> no, 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 no it's, I think it's yeah. an optional thing. It's just that if you, you know, yeah. that's how you do relationships now, right? And in the same way that. Um, it would be a bit weird if you weren't going, you know, if you were single and you were, weren't going, if you were like, oh, I just, I prefer to meet people organically and people would be like, oh, but the government, the government fuck fest is <laughs> yeah, just yeah. so much easier, you know? Mm. The government fuck fest. I think it would just be, it would just be like that, you know? <laughs> but obviously, if it's just, if you're looking for a relationship, you just yeah. don't go to the hookup one, it's you get to the relationship one. <laughs> Fucking hell. Imagine the swingers <laughs> one. Imagine the swingers day at the National you Fucking just, Service. Yeah. You just go yeah. into a room yeah. and you fuck 40 you people. You door and it's just flesh, as far as the eye can see. <laughs> elbows and knees. Just a yeah. huge orgy. Good God, what is this? Oh, you wouldn't want to be... The, the beast with 40 backs. You wouldn't want to be the... Uh, you wouldn't want to be the, yeah. the janitor. <laughs> Who had to come in and clean no. after the after oh, the orgy imagine day? Imagine Boris talking to you about dropping of COVID restrictions. Like we are going to allow the swingers back in, but there will be a limit of ten per, per room. And everyone's like, ten? I yeah, can't yeah, have yeah. fun with ten people. What's the, the point? <laughs> the swingers furious, being like, the singles are allowed back in. We should be allowed back into the national fucking service. <laughs> <laughs> Those singles get their relationship back exactly the same. It's not our fault that we we are fucking twenty people at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Football's back. Yeah. Orgy should Keir be back. Stormers just be like, I actually think it's a disgrace. <laughs> a disgrace that the swingers can't have <laughs> their <laughs> multitudes of fucks. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I welcome, I welcome the Prime Minister's reopening of the National <laughs> Fucking Service, but I want to urge him to go further and, and allow the swingers back into the National <laughs> <laughs> this all happened, there's just one, one like MP who just, just, just was not informed about this. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what is the this? fuck is going I think on? some representative mm. from the DUP who's literally never watched news outside of Northern Ireland in his life. And he's like, what's yeah. everyone talking about fucking for? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Nigel Farage, like, we need to take back control of our dicks from Europe. Stop Brussels getting involved in our 90% fucking... <laughs> of the condoms in the UK are manufactured in Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sex it means sex it. <laughs> yes, that's it. We're not going to get banned on that. I've been Mac. <laughs> I've been Ollie. And I've been Mac. And you said I've been Mac. Well you done, everybody. <laughs> no, I said I've been Mac. I'm almost certain. We'll do it again, just in case. Thank you for listening to another perfect episode of Pointless Reinvention. I've been Mac. I've been Holly. And I've been Mac. <laughs> Stay sexy, you beautiful fuckers. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye, Nigel. Goodbye. Goodbye, <laughs> Nigel. Oh, that was great. 
Hello there, you lovely bunch of bloody rich tea biscuits dunked into a steaming mug of hot cocoa. It's me, your best friend Matt, here at the end of the episode to say thank you so very much for listening. And if you haven't already, and I know some of you haven't, now is a fantastic time to leave a five-star review on Podcast Addict, on iTunes, or wherever you feel like doing it. Find a space, fucking link to the show, and tell people that it's good. Like this review from H Pods on Podcast Addict. It says, always brings a smile to my face. Sometimes rage, disgust, or confusion too, but always a smile. Thank you, HPods. We aim to please. You can find all of the individual hosts uh, all over the internet at Matt blah, 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 at Matt's Music House, at the Malcolm Rowley Prince, or at Holomy, H-O-L-L-E-H-M-E. And you can follow the uh, podcast itself on Twitter and on Instagram at PLR underscore pod. Please do. It's probably fun. Who knows? I do. It's fun. Do it. And also, while you're fucking there, get in our Discord as well. we got a new Discord. It's called The Crab House. We talk about the episodes there. Uh, we do all kinds of stuff. We talk about sort of fucked hypotheticals that we don't get on the pod. It's a good time. You need to be in it if you're not in it already. It's the best uh, way of interacting with us unless you know us in real life. And if you do know me in real life, hello, person that I have met in the real world. How are you? Send me a text. Let me know. How your day's going. If you know me in real life and you're listening to this right now, get your phone out and send me a text and let me know how you're doing because I want to know. And as for the rest of you, you just leave a five-star review and we'll say no more about it, all right? That was me winking. Okay, got to go now. Love you. Bye, bye, bye.